Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to the Man on the Post Sunday show. My name's Chris and joining me this week, it's Dave as always. Hello, hello. How you doing, Dave? You are right. I've been better, but otherwise... <laughs> I was just about football. to ask why, yeah. <laughs> football aside, yes, I'm very well, thank you. Excellent. And it's not just me and Dave this time. Our actual replacements are here for us. The boss is back, it's Ross. Hello. And joining us for the first time is Simon. You alright, guys? How are we doing, gents? We all good? Marvellous. Excellent. You, you can tell that football uh, has an impact on the mood, can't you? Uh, especially, <laughs> in, especially in this group. Um, so, uh, not quite a full weekend of Premier League action at the time of recording. There's still a few, there's still a few games to play. Uh, we'll keep up uh, on any in, oh, exciting highlights of Leicester versus Burnley, but don't, uh, don't hold <laughs> the rest for too long, will you? Uh, but the weekend did start off with a bang, with top-of-the-table Everton taking on West Brom at, the, uh, at home. Um, Dominic Calvert-Lewin scored a hat-trick. Was I imagining things? <laughs> I think it's probably the worst Premier League hat-trick in history. Like... Was it one? Was it just he lunged his foot at it, like so it looked like, so a back heel? One hit him on the arse, <laughs> and one was a tapping. He didn't have he to didn't do really something else as well, did he? No. That was it. Poachers no. got. That's well, the that's thing. It, You've got to be in that position, I suppose. No, you can't knock it. I suppose. And I, I can just add, I think the, uh, my choice to make my captain in my uh, fantasy team on Friday nights seems like a drunken mistake at first, but it turned out to be quite an inspired decision. Uh, look, uh, don't be coming, on, coming uh, here with all these good ideas. Right? <laughs> we have none of that on this show. This once in a blue moon, it won't happen again. I, I still find it strange that, uh, that Chris put him in as his captain as well, considering he's supposed to be a Liverpool fan. Um, yeah, among others. Uh, but well, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, Diagana opened the scoring for West Brom, who once again started bright for the second game in a row. Um, you can see why uh, Diagana was so highly rated at West Ham, though. He, he looked pretty, in, he, you know, he looked pretty good. Uh, and then yeah, Calvert Lewin got his first, uh, f- which was given by VAR uh, before Kieran Gibbs <laughs> <laughs> decided to just completely lose his head. And I swear, I saw Slaven Bilic say, "Well, he's a young man; he'll learn from this." He's not that fucking young. He was at, he's been at, he was at Arsenal for like twenty years. <laughs> yeah, but it wasn't very happy, was he? Like, led to him getting himself sent off. And yeah, all. so he got oh. sent up half time. I find it really strange that match of the day showed his expletive led rant in mm. full. <laughs> like at no point did they apologise for the swearing or anything. What was he complaining about? Like, is he saying he should be allowed to thump whoever he wants? Like, it was, it was the most blatant red card of the weekend. He just decided to thump James Rodriguez in the back of I, the head. I like, think his argument was that Kieran Gibbs was foul, fouled first, and obviously because he didn't go down, 
he did got up. He basically turned around and reacted. That's why he got sent off. So you know the referee oh. should have seen that parallel universe where Kieran Gibbs actually went down and, and sent Rodriguez off instead. But that's not quite how it works, is it? No, no. Well, uh, I don't think you can even say that Gibbs was fouled. It was just just like a little shoulder bump, yeah, wasn't no, it? Nothing the, the to reaction it was, I, I couldn't believe it when I saw it. I think it's the type of thing you would do, like to try and get. Your typical Colombian playmaker sent off, but like you wouldn't expect you know the English left back to then uh, thump him in the back of the head. It was just so stupid. <laughs> Didn't see it coming. Yeah, it was really strange. Like there's been questions for years as whether like uh, James Rodriguez would make it in the Premier League, but he has settled in quite well, hasn't he? You know, he's he's, he's got the shit posting down straight away, uh, and he had a, he had a, he had a great game. Brilliant goal. Yeah, really yeah, good goal. He... But yeah, he pulled all the strings. Yeah, I think he had quite a a nice introduction to it. Really, um, West Brom. I was looking at that team, and it, it's it is a team of championship players. Yeah, and a few you know bright sparks who might make it, but there's, there's, they haven't even done the normal thing of like buying like a Premier League journeyman just to kind of shore them up a bit. They've just gone with what they've already had, and yeah. all the defenders are terrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, I live next door but one to a West Brom Albion footballer I'm expecting him to make his debut in, in the next few weeks uh, the way they're playing but yeah no, they, they they don't look like they've made any effort to adjust to the Premier League we spoke about it last week Dave didn't we when I said like, that their model is basically let's go up get the money go down get the money and literally boing boing baggies yeah I've also just done Branislav Ivanovic a disservice of course I've signed him despite being what 38 so. mm-hmm. there's no way he's 38 must be 40s Got to be. Well, either way, I'm not sure he's going to help. Like, <laughs> so. uh, to be fair, they've got... Uh, is it Nathan Ferguson who plays right back? Or was it he the one that left? He's gone to Palace. Uh, he was mm. the one that left. I know I know, I know. they had a, a couple of decent right backs and, and Nathan Ferguson was one of them. And one of them went to Palace. I just couldn't remember which one it was. I just remember uh, West Brom being very angry about it all. Um, yeah. They're playing Sammy Ajayi at centre-back who played central midfield for Rotherham last season, so... That's, and that's probably not, not going to work. And that's not working for them, is it not? Well, <laughs> wow. uh, they have got Pereira, though, who West Bromwich Albion fans have been raving about for quite a while now. He was their player of the mm. season uh, last season, uh, and he, I think he got 16 assists in the Premier League last season, in the Championship last season. Uh, he's got a great free kick in this game. He was probably the best player in the Championship last year. He was he absolutely ran the league, ran the game for them every time they played, and they struggled to get over the line. He basically dragged them over himself. Yeah, I know it was a shock when they when they signed him, and you know he seems to be settling into that team uh, pretty well. Uh, Michael Keane's also having a bit of a renaissance. He's all right, Michael Keane. Like, I've, he's, no, he's never like he needs a good partner. I think um, is it the Barcelona interest that's uh, pepped him up a bit? Do you think? I mean, even here you must think that's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> You know, you say he needs a good partner alongside him, though. But Yerry Mina didn't do himself any favors yesterday for that for that opening goal, though. Like he literally, it's like he was daring Diagana to have a shot. He did everything he could to get out of the way. Um, He's yeah. a bit of a bombster, Yerry Mina, isn't he? Yeah, that good World Cup, but he was it's been a bit of a disaster. He looked he? like a monster in that World Cup, and we've seen yeah. none of it since he came to the Premier League. Well, he's yeah. got ladder. He's got ladders for legs, hasn't he? Like he, he looks like it's a real effort to move. Like, <laughs> he has to drag that whole frame everywhere he goes. You know, but I, he, I, I mean, you're right. Like, I, I thought he'd score more than he has because, as you say, in that World Cup, he was like um, almost impossible to stop from a decent yeah, corner. Yeah. 
And now obviously they've got Rodriguez to do just that. So maybe that's the game plan all along, just replicate that World Cup. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Uh, but yeah, so Everton now top of the league. Uh, after I know it's only two games, but yeah, let's let them have their fun, I suppose. Um, but yeah, I know. I say they played well, played West Brom this week, and who did they? And say so they beat beat a terrible Spurs team uh, last week. Um, is it too early to to say that they might be back in the mix for the like, top seven eight? I think they could definitely challenge the top seven or eight. Um, you know, I think. Uh, Rodriguez coming in, he seems to have settled really well. I, I kind of, when they signed him, I thought he's a quality player, but he's hardly played for the last few years. But mm-hmm. I mean, as you say, it's only two games in, but to be fair, he, he looks like he could give them that little bit of something they've been missing in that midfield. Yeah, yeah. They've, got a, they've got an easier run on paper. They've got Palace next and then Brighton, which teams find out aren't the easiest of games to uh, teams to play against, they, Dave? But... Yeah, it's, um, it's really cliche as well, but. Uh... I'll be interested to see how he does when it gets a bit cooler. I know it's a really daft thing mm. to say, but the amount of players who've come over and started really well in the first few games as it goes August, September, and then when it gets a bit nitty-gritty around the winter months, they disappear. Mm. Whether it be the same or not, I don't know. But obviously, he's he's a world-class player on his day. Yeah, that's the thing. When I saw, when I, when I saw they'd signed him, I thought he was going to be like you know a luxury player. And obviously... Um, Everton have got history with signing like number tens. Basically, you know they they had an abundance of them at one point. I think their midfield was all number tens um, <laughs> uh, at one point, especially that period when Rooney went back there. Um, but yeah, no, he, he just he, he looks really good and he, 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 I say adapting to Premier League football. Um, you know, bit that's South American shit there to get Gibbs sent off, but you know, absolutely fantastic. Um, so we were talking about. Um, you know, great corners and stuff like that. We might as well come on to terrible corners uh, in the all-championship affair of Leeds versus Fulham at three o'clock. Come on, Ross. We know you're here for this. Defend corners, can they? What are they doing? Neither could Leeds, to be fair. It well, was like no, it, well, no. I was watching that game and I had to check that they actually had corners in the championship last season because it, it generally <laughs> looked like this was the first time either of them had faced one. Yeah, we never defend set pieces very well and. We've we've not scored from a corner for fucking years. So the fact that <laughs> Fulham just left Costa on the mark at the back post, I wasn't even counting that as a a, a decent opportunity until he smashed it off the bar. But they all ran yeah, towards was... the ball. It was yeah, so it weird. <laughs> like the whole team the just ran at the ball. Like, what is going on? And Costa's yeah, literally just sat stood, stood there. Yeah, it's like school schoolboy football. Just everyone just chased after the ball. Fun yeah, game though, isn't it? Yeah, leads seven goals in two games. You know, yeah. look, look, looking like Real Madrid. Completely. <laughs> when you when you say they can't defend corners, it didn't look like you could defend anything. I st- no. with, with five minutes to go, I still didn't think you were going to win this game. <laughs> <laughs> I felt rather. I just felt calm about this. Like if we'd lost this, I don't think I'd have been that bothered. Because last season playing Fulham, it felt like we had to win. It was the most important thing ever, just to get out of that fucking division. Mm-hmm. I don't like. There's there's no pressure on us this season. I think we'll be fine. I think there's three worse teams than us. But if we go down, we bank a hundred odd million pounds and try again next year with a, a, lot, a lot more talented players than we've had for a long time. We've been coached by Bielsa for nine on three years, so. I'm taking are every you, are game you sure you're actually a Leeds fun? fan, Ross? Because like, you don't sound like one. Like, <laughs> no, fucking... I've not seen any Leeds fans so in the Champions League. You must follow different ones to me. But yeah, fucking, yeah, I mean, we're ninth, definitely. three points off top. What's well, easy this league, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> to be fair, Fulham was shit though, weren't they? Yeah, they're absolutely <laughs> awful. They're going to get relegated. Chris <laughs> said last week after the first game we're going down, and I think he's probably spot on. 
Yeah, no, I, 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 I said like in in the group chat thing. I would probably put money on them shipping a hundred goals this season because they mm, do not look like they can defend. Like they, they, and it, the thing is, it looked like they were making the same mistakes they made when they came up before. Apart from the fact they haven't gone and spent two hundred million on players, but they're starting lineup. So they they started their championship playoff team last weekend, and then this yeah. week they made four changes, bringing in like Ariola for his debut uh, mm. and everything. And yeah, they they generally look worse, but then. Against you lot, they looked a threat going forward, especially in the last ten minutes. As when they made it four three, they generally looked yeah. like I, I generally thought they were going to get back in the game. Yeah, they hit the post just after they scored the third as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, we, we've got a defence. Our keeper's twenty years old; he's still learning. Luke Haling's never been a Premier League player. Liam Cooper is nicknamed League One Liam for a reason. Stuart Dallas is a left winger player, a right winger playing left back. And Robin Cox just arrived in the country two weeks ago and given away two penalties so far. So he's having a great time. Who's this, who's this geezer you've got to replace Patrick Bamford? Uh, <laughs> that, that, is, that is not Where fucking Patrick Bamford. Like, maybe that's Patrick Bamford from when he was at Chelsea. Um, He's doubled his Premier League goal-scoring record in two games. <laughs> yeah, absolutely mad, madness. Like, <laughs> yeah, great finish. When he, he scored that third goal. Great. And then he set up the fourth, didn't he? Yeah, beat the sent fucking Adoy for his lunch and uh, just beat him around the outside and crossed perfectly for Costa to smash in again. Costa has been our best player through these past two games because he is a Premier League player. He gets he needs the time and the space and he get that in the Premier League. Yeah, he, he looked he looked great when he was when he first went to Wolves a couple of years mm. ago. He looked fantastic then. He just seemed to burn out, uh, especially yeah. when like like looks of Cavalero came in as well. Uh, yeah, he just seemed to fade out completely. But yeah, he seems to have started. But it was a great finish for the first goal. Um, yeah. The penalty incidents. <laughs> two of the Neither worst of penalties. Two of the worst decisions you'll see. <laughs> on a weekend of bad penalty decisions. I mean, Brian, Brian involved in both, comically. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's cut away like instant karma, wasn't it? Yeah I, I, yeah, I don't think I've ever seen a player dive and trip over himself at the same time. <laughs> Like I think on the ho- I think on match of the day they said he anticipated contact, but yeah. the only contact yeah, well, was literally yeah, his own foot. Yeah, it, it wasn't good. And then and then the push on Bamford. Okay, Bamford goes down very easily, but you're gonna he, he shoved out. If the the, the, the the rule is if there's contact, it, it's a penalty. Yeah, three yourself well, down. You have to say that cock went in too forcefully, and we will. Oh, that's the explicit tag on this podcast. If he keeps giving away penalties every week, though, they just set them up for you. Uh, Bobby Reid also came out of well wherever the hell he's been since he was Carly's days uh, and scored the third Robbie Savage (laughs) did you hear Robbie Savage trying to pronounce his name he uh, he was struggling he had to break it down to syllables because he just could not handle it at all is there a thing where he's told people they have to pronounce his full name because like even on match of the day they were when last time he played in the Premier League they definitely weren't yeah, he was Bobby Reed when he when he came up with Cardiff. Yeah, and yeah, now he's what, what does Chris call him? DVD recorder Reed, or was it? Yeah. DVD recorder Reed. <laughs> <laughs> that Anguissa for and for Fulham that's good in midfield. He, he was win. shocking when they were in the Premier League before. Yeah, he, 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 he was last year. So he's come back bad, a much yeah. better player. Yeah, they've done it with a few, so that that Saar went out on loan, didn't they? Is it Saar? Mm. That that midfielder they spent all the money on a couple of years ago and then couldn't <laughs> yeah. settle. Yeah, they shipped him off and like he's come back, but he's yet to play. Um, as well, but yeah, Fulham Fulham will be rock bottom with the Premier League at the end of the season. Um, sadly, it doesn't look like Leeds will be that close to them. No, 14th, comfortably in 14th. Okay, I like this modest Leeds fan. It's caught me. It's caught me very <laughs> off guard. I feel a bit uncomfortable. I'm expecting something to change very quickly. 
Um, okay, on to the 5.30 game then. Uh, Manchester United uh, playing Crystal Palace at Old Trafford, which is quickly becoming Crystal Palace's favourite ground. Um, old Danny from the Brook was on the bench, didn't make his debut. And I'm not just calling that because I'm hip and cool. That's what his name actually means in Dutch. Um, yeah, yeah. Danny, Danny van der Beek means Danny from the Brook. From the brook. Um, uh, I'm hoping that catches on. Um, yeah, so Palace are now unbeaten in their last three trips to Old Trafford in the league. Um there's just no, I know I know people are saying there's no fans there and whatever, but Man United really don't have that fear factor anymore. They were second class throughout this game. I think what's going to be apparent is that now they've got more or less, you know, the squad they want. It's going to be apparent how out of his depth Solskjaer is, mm-hmm. because they were pathetic. I know it's the first game of the season, whatever else, and Martin Tyler's saying they're undercooked and whatever other way you can you can phrase it, but I just don't. Uh, they didn't have any answers to what Palace were doing, which was basically what they've done every single game they've been in the Premier League, which, <laughs> which, which is which, which is sit on the edge of their own box and counter attack. Yeah, Man United look like a team that had never actually met each other before. They couldn't string two passes together. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's, it's the same it team like that's been playing for for months. Yeah. Well, uh, it's because all they do is give it to Fernandez and say, "Right, you do it." But he, <laughs> but, he, but he has no options whatsoever. Like people just stand watching him. Mm. And uh, I think Fernandez, he's the only reason that Solskjaer's still in that job. I, I think he, he completely flukes and looks out getting him last January. But how he's still in charge of Man United, I'm absolutely baffled by that. The thing is, yeah. Green, Greenwood's clearly a very good player, but obviously looks like he's been told off by his dad. Um, <laughs> Rashford is hot and cold, isn't he? Like he, he just—it's like he needs to be bothered. Mm. Um, and stuff like that but you know obviously Jaden Sancho when he comes in and starts playing centre back for them they'll be fine because that's <laughs> what they're focused on buying <laughs> what the fuck is Jaden Sancho going to do to that team oh someone else who can run down the left wing they've got loads of them yeah uh, well I've made this point last season like, Martial for me is not a centre forward like, it's all yeah. well and good when you're playing away from a one the counter attack but at, at home when you're playing against a defence that's deep he offers absolutely nothing Like he, he doesn't have any, any of the skills you require for a centre forward in that situation but him and Rashford are kind of wanting to play the same position. And to me, I would have thought Rashford would be a better bet uh, as the centre striker, but apparently not. So We've got three wide forwards, haven't we? Greenwood, Rashford and Martial. And then, I mean, what are they just playing Garlo? And like you say, then they'll get Sancho as well. And it's like, well, you've just <laughs> got... Is Garlo even still there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. he was on the bench yesterday, yeah. I think he came on for a bit, but... He, he came on. He, he, did. didn't, he didn't add to a zero Premier League goal for 11 goals. <laughs> so. Shocking. I know. Uh, yeah, Andros Townsend um, opened the scoring uh, after just seven minutes. Um, finish. Good finish, good finish. Uh, I suppose the, the big talking point is the penalty, because um, obviously the rule is if it deflects, it shouldn't be a penalty, but the penalty was given. Uh, I think there was a, one of these last weekend. I'm sure there were a couple of these this weekend mm-hmm. um, as well. Wasn't one of the ones in your, in your game? Yeah, well, yeah, the Leeds more, game a, defle- a deflected knee onto his hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but the, the, the new rule is apparently that that's not um, not a penalty. But obviously the memo hasn't reached uh, certain parts of the penalty. <laughs> um, Jordan Ayew taking the most shit penalty in the world. He must have wanted to kiss David De Gea. Um, but again, this is one of the another another rules that's been clamped down on this season. Referees have been told if a, if a if a player come if a goalkeeper's boot isn't on or behind the line, the penalty will be retaken. Uh, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, uh, yeah, Ole uh, tried to yes. justify that by saying, "Well, he was only an inch off the line." Well, the rule is if he's not on the line or behind the line, it's a fucking retake, you idiot. <laughs> um, but yeah, how long how long does the PE teacher have left in that job? 
he'll have a while, I think. Because um, he, he, think... he, he looks almost about his death as a, another PE teacher manager will come on to later. Well, we'll see how it goes in uh, with Champions Surely... League and things. But as I said, he's got to he's got to get out for now, and that that was the first game of the season. Surely, if you were um, you had the board level at United, you must be thinking Pochettino's still available. Yeah. Why why would you mm. not just go and get him before someone else snaps him up? I, I imagine Pochettino is phoning his mobile phone company every day to check he's still got a signal. <laughs> like, what, it's, it's just not ringing. I don't understand. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't get what's what's going on. Like you know, Pochettino could end up back at Spurs at this rate. You know, Cause, you know they like replacing <laughs> all the things they got rid of with the same thing. Uh, as, as we'll probably talk about in the future, uh, Danny from the from the Brook did come on, uh, scored his uh, scored his first goal for the club. Uh, he did not very happy at the end of the whistle. You could see him kind of like it. Or it did actually look like he was questioning himself as he walked off the pitch. Yeah. Like, what the <laughs> fuck <laughs> am I doing? <laughs> um, well, again, that's what I don't understand. He came on and played in in that kind of Fernandez rule, which was more or less up front. And uh, I don't understand why they're saying if that's the plan for him because surely that's where you want Fernandez. So I, I, I don't know. Like, I'm pleased I'm not in charge of their recruitment because it seems like an absolute clusterfuck. Yeah, I, I, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, a, yeah. it's a weird signing, isn't it? You know, they've got Fernandez and Pogba, two of the best midfielders in the world. Yeah. You know, yeah. obviously yeah, Jesse Lingard still. Yeah. played ninety minutes. Yeah, yeah, you know, Jesse Lingard's yeah. still there as well, isn't he? So. How, how much did they spend on uh, Van der Beek? Uh, Forty-five million, I believe. Is there no one at that club that thought? Maybe we could get a defender better than Victor Lindelof for some of that money. I mean, Lindelof, he's he's been there about four or five years. If I walked past him in the street, I wouldn't recognise him. He's made that little <laughs> impact. I, honestly, he's how the fuck is he Manchester United centre back? The best thing is the weird, the you know, weirdly, the belief I I hear is that he is the best defender at the club. That's how he's <laughs> held in such high regard. I think even Mourinho said he was the best defender at the club. You know. <laughs> Well, that that says it all, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, pretty, issues, pretty it? much. You know, you know, Chris Small, Chris Small, and Phil Jones would probably do a better job than Maguire and Lindelof at the moment. I think it was Chris Small went to Roma, and, and by all accounts, was very good. I mean, I obviously yeah. didn't didn't watch a lot of it, but um, surely he would be worth a go. Like, if they're going to keep all of them, I, I don't understand why you wouldn't. If he's gone to somewhere like Roma and performed in, in Serie A against, you know, good if not better than fucking Jordan Ayew, then I mean, surely mm. he's going to be worth a shout at, at Premier League level. Yeah, yeah um, I, I don't understand how um, Axel Transabi hasn't had any game time though. He was on loan at us, and okay, it was in the Championship, but he looks really, really good. Looks like I, just, I don't, I don't understand how he hasn't had any sort of chance there. When you think about shit, their defenders are. Yeah, he can't be any worse, can he? I wonder if yeah. Ola, I wonder if Ola's got a daughter. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, 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 yeah. Ross. Bit of a parent apology, mind. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the apology was hilarious. I wish that they just zoomed out to show Patrice Evers' face uh, as a Kelly, Kelly. I know she's not Kelly Dalglish now, but I can't remember. It's Kelly Cates, isn't it? As she, yeah. as she was making that apology and basically saying Patrice Evers was talking out of his ass while he was stood two meters away from when he, her. When he first said it uh, before the game, and Kelly Cates like, well, we're not sure if that's true. He just—he gave himself like a little, a little chuckle as if he's like, I, I fucking know Kelly. <laughs> well, I, I was at the club, Kelly. Uh, who do you believe? Someone who was there or someone who who wasn't there? <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, but yeah, Zaha, you know, got his own back, scored two goals. What did you make of the? Um, so, what did you guys make of the, the penalty? First of all, being having to be retaken, and then second of all, them changing the taker, which is something you generally don't see. 
Well, as you said earlier, like if the rule is the rule is the rule. It's like the offside rule. If you if you're an in, like a, a too offside, you're offside. If you're too off the line, you're off you're off the line. Like it's just how it's going to be if you're going to use technology. Unfortunately, a keeper's going to have to stand like in their nets now to maybe be able to take that step forward to get the the leap to either side because well, trying to well, leap from side to side from a standing start is almost impossible. Well, Someone this rule this rule this play. rule isn't new. This this rule's been in well, place no, for yeah. years. It's just never it's been just enforced. The World Cup, isn't it? Uh, yeah, yeah, and and I think during the World Cup, goalkeepers were starting because they changed it originally. They said they had to be on the line. Then they yeah. changed it to say they could be behind the line. So goalkeepers basically started behind the line because yeah. then they can make that leap forward. And they only have to yeah. be touching the line with like a toe. Yeah. Or a heel. I mean, with a toe would be silly, wouldn't it? It'd be facing the wrong way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you know what I mean? Like if they're on, 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 like ready to pounce uh, or something. <laughs> Whatever, Dave. The, uh, in yeah. terms of them um, changing the the uh, penalty taker, I, I, I'm not sure how I feel about that. It, it, it seems like it's wrong, but I suppose if you if you were taking a free kick and uh, the defending team like encroached in, it was retaken. Someone else could then take that kick, couldn't they? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because no, it just feels wrong. Yeah, a lot of people were, were, were moaning about it on social media yesterday, but I'm just, I don't remember seeing it before. But I imagine it's something that's been tried somewhere. You know, uh, yeah. you know, we, we've seen two people try and take the same penalty, haven't we, uh, Robert? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, yeah, Man United look looking terrible though. Like, and if they, I, I don't see what the point of them buying Jaden Sancho is. Uh, and they, they still seem to believe that they're going to get him on the cheap. Dortmund have basically said no, yeah. and he's he's man of the match every week for Dortmund. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, he's getting cheaper by the weekend. Honestly, yeah, oh, not having a good game at all. They'll be begging yeah. us to sign him come October. It's that Man United pool which just isn't there anymore. Yeah, it, it, it's mad. You know, I, I'm waiting for like Sol Bamba or somebody to rock up at the uh, <laughs> at Old Trafford for for a transfer because that, that's how it's going. Isn't it? You know, uh, if you want some centre backs, United, I, I hear there's a certain uh, club in London that's got quite a few going spare. Um, yeah. <laughs> I think Socrates would walk into that Man United. Team. It probably would. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Palace though two two wins in two. Um, looking looking great with the MacArthur McCarthy combination in the middle as well. I know it's it makes no board. sense, does it? No, we see this all the time. With Palace, how is Roy Hodgson some sort of like? Dumbledore type character because none, <laughs> none of it makes any sense. Like he's got the most average set of players imaginable and yet they turn in these these, these performances every now and again uh, I just don't understand it they're playing effectively without a striker and still winning games well they've been doing that for years Jordan Ayew oh, plays yeah. for them somehow they've just sold one of the hottest striking properties in Europe in that Sorloff so- 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 yeah. yeah and to do it they've had to give £10 million to the club he was on loan at <laughs> What a fucking stupid deal! <laughs> yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I don't. Yeah, because he's gone to be Werner's replacement, hasn't he? And I, I know Spurs were interested, but yeah, so they loaned, they loaned him out to Turkey because he was shit, and he's been banging in goals in Turkey. And then yeah, Trabonspor have, have pocketed ten million pound for a player they never. Ba- I don't think they even paid any money towards having him. Well, did you know that um, former Chelsea legend Eddie Newton is the Trabzonspor manager? Oh, okay. <laughs> Yes, he is. <laughs> Wicked. Uh, so we might as well come on to the 8 o'clock game, which was definitely no uh, Saturday night thriller. Um, Arsenal played their first home game of the season uh, against West Ham. Uh, a West Ham team that 
as bad as they played last week, decided to make no changes apart from Mark Noble not playing because uh, he was injured. Uh, and, they, and they played and they played better, you see. That's funny. Uh, yeah, it's, it's really strange. Um, yeah, Alexander Lacazette scored his 50th goal for Arsenal, uh, 36 of them being at the Emirates. He really does like it there. It was a really good header. It was a really, really good header. Everyone's favourite striker, uh, Antonio. Uh, scored a, an equaliser just before half time. Uh, no matter how much Dave says he's not a striker, he keeps scoring. <laughs> uh, before Eddie Nketiah uh, won it with four minutes to go. Um, yeah, not the greatest Arsenal performance. I'll be honest. We were. Um, I, I I had to keep checking that Unai Emery hadn't snuck back into the dugout <laughs> at times because we were we we were that flat. Um, you, you must be quite pleased to win. Ugly. Yeah, I'm delighted by it. Loads of Arsenal fans were slagging, slagging everybody off. I was like, yo, we wouldn't have won this game like a year ago. This, this all, West, West Ham would have probably snatched it at the end. Like Mustafi to give away a penalty or something. Uh, it's, it's all about finding the way, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. That's it, yeah. Just finding the way. You know, Ceballos and, and Eddie, you know, put their fight, fight club from last week to the side <laughs> uh, to combine for the goal. It, it's all good. Uh, yeah, you've got, you got to win these games like this, haven't you? Yeah. West Ham aren't going to make it not easy, but not, not that great, but they're not going to make it let you just play pretty football. They will kind of get stuck in and just try and ruin the game. Mm. It is weird. We've, we've got, on paper, we've got this very good record against West Ham, but they also seem to be a team that we struggle against. But we think, you know, we think, like, we can either win their foot, we can either beat them 4 0 or scrape a 2 1. It, it's, it's one or the other with them. Um, yeah, I, I thought West Ham played all right. Like the, the, their equaliser, they caught us completely off guard, and we were so exposed. You know, when Granite Jacker, as good as he has been for for the last few months, when he's the only player, you know, coming back with the defenders, you know you're in trouble. And it, yeah, it was a really, really well worked goal. Um, West Ham could claim they should have had a couple of penalties. Um, I don't know why Jared Bowen doesn't wear football boots though and wears <laughs> ice skates by the looks of it. Cool, blimey, he, goes, he goes down a bit easy, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. He's a good player, but I think this might be a level too high for him. Didn't somebody on the um, the pre-season prediction show say he was going to be like the, a standout this season? Certainly I think it was Chris. <laughs> Chris is a big fan of Jared Bowen for some reason. I don't really know why. You know, he, he looked alright at Hull, but yeah. that's all. So, Jimmy Bullard looked alright at Hull. If he's keeping uh, Felipe Anderson and Yarmolenko on the bench, you think, hey, he must be quite a player. But he's, he he doesn't really hasn't done much has he in his six months in the Premier League so far. No, no. Same I, with Declan I, Rice. I don't get Declan Rice. No, I don't either. I I'm 100 with you guys on that. I do not understand the loving with Declan Rice by some people in the media. Well, I don't. What, what's he meant to do? He's I, a good player. I like him. I think he's. He, he obviously he wasn't yesterday. He looked like he was not interested <laughs> in the game at all yesterday. Like I think the referee probably had more touches than he did. Um, Same against Newcastle last week. He was just giving the ball away constantly. Yeah. Yeah, I like I liked him then, but uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, but uh, he's one of those players. When he has a good game, he looks really good. Mm. But he's a centre back playing as a defensive midfield. Yeah, that's what I don't understand. It's not like West Ham are flush with centre backs. They've got to, like, 
just play him at centre back. He might like it. He surely yeah. could be better. Surely could be better than what he is there. I mm. think anyway. But... I think it's because he's because he's because he can play a ball. He's a ball playing. He's he's what you call a ball playing centre back, isn't he? he? He would fit in at your likes of you know your Arsenal's, your Man City's, and whatever. He's, yeah. he's that sort of player. Um, but that you know David Moyes doesn't want a centre back playing a pass. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, so if you want to play a pass, then you got to play a bit further forward, and you've got to play a sixty yarder. Um, but yeah, no, I, I don't think Moyes will be there very long. To be fair, uh, he, he's not well liked anyway, is he? Well, has he been well liked anywhere? Ever. Ever, I think Everton were quite fond of him, Ross. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I, I think Moyes will be will be gone pretty soon because I don't know. Have you seen their next? Is it the next five games? It's something like they've got Tottenham, Leicester, City, Liverpool, and oh, uh, someone else uh, up there in the next five or six games. I, I think he'll be gone pretty soon. It's bizarre, like West Ham, they're one of these teams who up their game against the bigger teams. Like, like I say, last night they, they were decent. Um, you know, if they got a point, you probably wouldn't have said it was unfair. Yeah. Um, and they, that kind of club under the up dig in against the uh, you know the bigger clubs this world but when they'll play Burnley at home they'll get beat 3-0 yeah. it's it's just weird but kind of them I think if they play against a bigger club they kind of fancy themselves to try and uh, catch the eye a bit uh, Gabriel got man of the match for his second game in a row um, I don't think a centre back has got two man of the match awards ever uh, Arsenal <laughs> uh, unless it's from opposing <laughs> fans um, so, yeah. didn't you have a player called Gabriel uh, yeah, well. we, yeah, decent centre back as well. Who uh, we weirdly got rid of to Valencia. You um, yeah. melted him down and bought him back as Gabriel too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, he's ten years younger and uh, a lot, a lot more composed. Uh, but yeah, no, not the greatest Arsenal performance. But you know, we, we you know, we've we've played two clubs who have been poor basically uh, and come away with six points. And I can't really ask much more for that. Uh, although we do have Liverpool next week. Um, That's right. They're terrible. I was going to say, yeah, they, you know, they don't look much better at the moment either. To be fair, so as long as we, if we can keep ten men on the pitch, we might be all right. Yeah. Oh, this next game's going to hurt. Fucking. So Sunday's game started off well. Uh, I didn't watch this game, so I haven't seen any of it for, for, for weird reasons. Uh, Southampton uh... and Danny Ings entertained fucking Jose Mourinho's dull as shit Tottenham Hotspur. Uh, Spurs going away five-two winners. What, what on earth? Now everyone's Good raving day. about this first goal, right? That pass that Harry Kane made. So I, I, I say I haven't seen the game. I've seen some of the highlights. That pass that Harry Kane made was all right, but Son's decision to let it cross his body was fucking shocking. And then it was a great <laughs> I finish. It, I thought it left it too long, like. But, yeah, uh, yeah, definitely. This was basically a rerun of when they got beat nine nil because they just thought, you know what we're going to do? We're going to defend on the halfway line. Yeah. And, and the Spurs over and over again were like, well, what we're going to do is play it behind you. And Son's quicker than audio centre back, so good luck. <laughs> and, th- and this happened for like pretty much all of the la- of the second forty-five minutes. It took mm-hmm. Spurs a while to cut on to what was happening, but once they did, it was like, "We'll just keep doing it." And <laughs> and, 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 and so just didn't stop it whatsoever. Considering Hassan, who was meant to be this you know tactical genius, would play it our way. So they were pressing, you know, on the opposite team's eighteen-yard box, losing the ball, and then as soon as possession was turned over, it was just over and over again. Like it was pathetic, really. Yeah. Yeah, Southampton started quite well. Trey Adams got a, a decent save out of Hugo Lloris. Um, I say decent save; it's quite a good save, to be fair. Um, and then Danny Ings, who he, is Danny Ings, the best finisher in the Premier League. That's a lovely. He, that was he, he, he just he, doesn't he, just doesn't miss. It's yeah, it's ridiculous. He just puts everything away. Um, yeah, it's, 
absolutely fantastic. So yeah, the, they went. The last they went. Saint Andrew player scored a goal. <laughs> no, to be fair, come to think of it, you know he scored he scored twenty three last season, or something, which is usually as many as Southampton manage in a season. Um, <laughs> Yeah, and he's, he's come Harry Kane's four again. assists then. That's what yeah. I was going mad about. More, that, more, more assists than trophies. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yeah, four four assists. Like, and it, I think it's because if you look at him right, he looks fucking knackered. He just all the time he looks so tired. Like you look at him about seventy. I think when he scored his his tapping or his world class goal, as Tottenham fans <laughs> would, would say on social media, when he scored his goal, he generally looked like he didn't have the energy to celebrate. And I know he'd set up four goals. He did look exhausted. You know, but, you know, this, this, is, this is the man who's you know carrying that club. I, sh- I shouldn't have gone to the Bahamas for two weeks. I should have actually gone back and done some pre-season training. <laughs> but, yeah. But, I, I mean, I, I didn't see that result coming, considering just how fucking bad Spurs were last weekend. Like, yeah, they were shocking fair, last week. Okay, fair play to them for, for turning that in today. The thing is, like, Southampton didn't play badly going forwards. They as you say, Chi Adams had about two or three good good efforts saved and it's not like they were done five or two in the end, like and it was over dominated. Like it was it was almost a fifty fifty game. It's just the stupid Southampton backline just got exploited every time the possession turned over and it was uh it was ridiculous really. They shot themselves in the foot. Yeah, Saints had more possessions, more shots, more corners. Yeah, because he had five goals. Yeah. This is a Spurs team that also struggled to beat some Bulgarian farmers in midweek. Um, I know they're playing a lot of games at the moment, you know, and it's fucking hilarious. Um, but yeah, and Dombele started again, and and, and looks he looks alright when he starts, but obviously everyone hates him. Well, you say, you, say, you say everyone. I think there's only one man really. <laughs> <laughs> Where does um, Gareth Bale fit into this team? Oh, I, I don't know. In Lucas Moura's hero who's come Luke... back to win trophies. I'm not sure what comes first. L- L- Luke, Lucas Moura's position. I was going to say, see where Lucas Moura's standing. Just take it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. To be fair, on paper, Bale, Kane, Son sounds pretty terrifying. But mm-hmm. then, but then, but then you you start looking at the rest of the team uh, and stuff like. That. How the hell is Deli Ali getting a fucking move to PSG? <laughs> Uh, their tra- their training sessions must be fucking terrible because I, I I get the impression that Neymar's not much of a trainer and we know for a fact that Deli Ali isn't like do they just all lie down at PSG training sessions because that's what it's going to be like well, maybe maybe uh, it's bizarre I would I mean I think he does need a move because he's he's gone very still uh, and obviously Mourinho seems to be a hard man to to, to win back over so I think a move's for the best but. Um... Yeah, he, he, you know, Mourinho okay, tried no, to big know. him up, didn't he? On if if you've watched that comedy series on Amazon, where he, you know, where he basically turns around to me and says, uh, "When I, I know he's telling um, what is that the the fucking the goblin with all the money, Daniel Levy, <laughs> he's telling him, and he's like, um, he's like, oh, when I was at Man United, Alex Ferguson told me to sign one player. You know, he said, Deli Ali, he is a Manchester United player. Yeah, in the same fucking way that Jesse Lingard is." Um, <laughs> Technically, yeah, yeah he's, he's, he's got a contract. Um, but yeah, you know, everyone, a lot of people have picked Southampton. I'm sure we say this every weekend of every season. But a lot of people have picked Southampton to do well, and they haven't started well, really, have they? You know, um, conceding yeah five goals against a team yeah. that has probably put in the worst Premier League performance this season. I think they played pretty well against uh, Palace last week as well, but they're just not getting the results, and it must be. Yeah. It's almost worse in a way to, to play well and lose twice. Because um, how do you, what do you, what do you do other than make a defence ten, ten yards deeper? But 
It's uh, it must be a difficult one to figure out. If Danny Ings is injured, they are fucked. They just turn it in now. Yes, definitely, <laughs> definitely. You know, are any of you watching um, Leicester Burnley? By the way, just uh, I am. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's, it's absolutely just madness. insane. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, I think I keep drifting away from the mic because, like, every time I look, the ball's going towards the goal. It's like I'm not sure what's happening. Every, every, um, every time I look up, there's always at least one body on the floor, and, <laughs> and the ball is somewhere in the box, either box. Like, it's incredible. Um, VA, so VAR awarded a late penalty for Danny Ings to up his total a little bit more. Uh, it was another one of these <laughs> ball bounces up and hits defender's arm. Not really a penalty, is it? I think we're going to get a lot of. Gonna, I think there's going to be a lot of penalties in general this season. Uh, so yeah, there's been a push by the FA to the football league to um, get more penalties this season. I don't know why. Why is that? Is that so exciting? Is it? I mean, who was sitting down saying, "What we need is more pens"? Yeah. Is, is it because Manchester United got so many penalties last season? Just thought, rather than give them less, we'll just try and even it out a bit. They were they were piloting the scheme last season, and it's been decided that it's for the best. So. Oh, for everybody. If they give yeah, them more penalties, this season. four penalties in those two games. Jesus Christ! You know, that's more penalties than we got last season. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to know if this is like the highest scoring Premier League weekend because there's just fucking goals everywhere. I think four, 43 is the tally we need to beat. Not far off, are we? Not far off. Yeah. Three what games to complete and the six I mean, games, six goals in one of them days. Oh, well. I mean, uh, the problem is you've got your Sheffield out in Villa tomorrow night, so that'll be 0 0. <laughs> 20, 27, 30, 32. 32. There are 38 goals, including tonight's Jesus score Christ. so far. So yeah, we need four goals across two games tomorrow, and one City of those is Man-, Man City. And Wolves, yeah, that's got goals all over it. Yeah, you know, and Villa are playing tomorrow as well, aren't they, Simon? Yeah, yeah, Sheffield United first game. So there you go. Yeah. There you go. So uh, there, 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 there's a Sheffield United game with a few goals in it. You know. It doesn't matter the ball. The ball will go over the line. I get to say. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we've 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 got the the one goalkeeper in the world who can actually save a goal despite going over the line. So, uh... <laughs> uh, Dave, I've tried to I've tried to avoid it as much as I can. Right <laughs> now, I literally only watched seven minutes of this game. Unfortunately, Dave, they were the first seven minutes. Um... Well, it started badly and went downhill from there. Like, <laughs> I, I mean. This is this is what I'm talking about with, with Bruce. Like as soon as he comes up against any manager who has like, a, a, you know, a, an idea of how we, how they want the team to play, they will beat us because we have absolutely nothing in that regard. Like tactically, he just puts eleven players on the pitch and says, "Well, I'll just go out and play," which you'd think would yeah. sound quite good. But like last season against Brighton, we got absolutely played off the park at home. We were lucky to get a nil-nil draw. I think they had a goal allowed. We had one off, they had one off the line at the post, all that kind of stuff. He hasn't learned a single thing in 12 months because this, this was this was exactly the same performance, but actually Brighton took their chances this time, and we were lucky it was only three. Like it, it could have been any number. It was absolutely pathetic. I, I don't know what happened for the first. So this this Lamptey kid who they signed from Chelsea, who everyone raves oh, about, he got the ball, he ran down the outside, and then literally just turned around, came back the other way, then cut inside, like. <laughs> It, 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 it was like he was on some kind of weird track, and and and, and San Maximan just thought, Do you know what, I'm just gonna hack you down as soon as you reach the area. It was, yeah. it was so weird. It was just a, such a needless foul to make as well. Like he looks good, that Lamsey though, doesn't he? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. I mean, we've been looking incredible to do it. Like it was a new Cafu, but um... <laughs> he got a match. He didn't even play. He, did, he didn't even play he the looked... full game. 
he looks good against Chelsea as well. In fairness, on Monday, and he, he, since well, since he since he signed for Brighton, yeah. all every, I think every good, game but, he's been brilliant. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't think he'd be there much longer. Put it that way. He hasn't <laughs> but, been there uh, that long. Then he got they, they only paid like a, a nominal fee for him as well, didn't they? Like four million well, or something. Well, I mean, I, I think they said on Monday that Chelsea got rid of him knowing they had Reese James, but yeah, I mean. <laughs> When did ever stop Chelsea hoarding players before? It seems like an odd one. Like, it is, this, it is this... really, really weird. There's, I think there's got to be more to it because he made his debut against Arsenal. Last, I think it was. I don't know if it was early yeah, last season or the season. It was last this season, season yeah. was it? Yeah, and he came season. on. He, he came on off the bench, and he was great. He was really, really good. And considering Reese James is, is a bit troublesome, is probably the best way <laughs> to put him in, in the way that Chelsea left backs, to, uh, right backs, or full backs even tend to be. Um, <laughs> Yeah, he, and then I think he played the next game for him and got man of the match. And then next thing I know, he's, he's you know he's he's being sold to Brighton for for next to nothing, and he's uh, yeah he's been great. I don't really think he ever completes a full ninety minutes though. Because he well, got we took off to, early we, in this game. I was surprised he got injured today. We just kicked him when we couldn't catch him. We just started to kick him from every angle. <laughs> but this was this, this. I mean, obviously, conceding two two and six minutes was a disaster. But then. Lascelles and Shelby were both on yellow cards by half an hour. So mm. we just we had nothing. We couldn't put a tackle in. We couldn't keep hold of the ball. We didn't have a shot on target in the whole game. The yeah. one clear chance we got, obviously Wilson headed over the bar. Um, I think we managed four shots on goal in the whole game. It was just absolutely terrible start to start yeah. finish. Not on target. I'm intrigued by this lineup, Dave, because midfield of Hendrick, Shelby, Hayden, and Sam Maximin. Who who played where in that? Yeah, so he played. He plays a four-four-two because it worked last week against West Ham. So three has, central midfielders in the left wing. So he has Hendrick out on the right. He has right. Maxwell on the left, and then a front two. But Andy Carroll is a waste of time. Like, yeah, he, he was great um, last weekend. <laughs> well, well, he was he was a handful last weekend, but he, he doesn't look like scoring. He doesn't get he doesn't get around the pitch. He hasn't scored since he came back. Um, well, I, I suppose today. you could always bring on Joe Linton instead. Well, he went off at half time for Almiron. And yeah, more which, goals. Well, it, it made sense because, I mean, I think we all know four four two is dead. But playing four four two against a team like Brighton, the way they play with obviously they've got three centre backs. They've got three centre backs, two which carry the ball through midfield. Um, yeah. Obviously, these overlapping wing backs who we couldn't handle to begin with, and it was just everything we aren't. They were fluid. They were good on the ball. They weren't scared to you know step out of position. And uh, we just had no answer to it whatsoever. And by the time he brought on uh, Almiron, who I thought did help a little bit, but um, obviously the game was up. Brighton didn't need to step out at all. And it was it was a lost cause. So I hope he's learned his lesson, but he probably hasn't. He'll be three, three up front next week or something ridiculous. Well, he spent most of his post-match talking about Basuma's red card. Well, not quite rightly, to be fair. <laughs> I think, I think yeah, there's I mean, a, a few people in parts of New York in America who might be looking at him with some interest as well. I mean, I can't believe there's some people who say this wasn't a red card. Like, how can you kick? How can you kick? How can you kick a man in the head when both players are standing up and say it's not dangerous play? Like, what is dangerous play if that's not? Like, of course, the great irony is both teams finished with ten because he kicked our guy so hard in the face he's got an abrasion to his eye, so he can't yeah. see. Like. It's, I mean, it was last minute anyway, so it didn't make any difference to what whatsoever to the result. But it's just the, the final thing to top off a very miserable day. Uh, bes- I saved a tweet from uh, George Culkin, Dave. This was a truly diabolical half to non-football from Newcastle. Shapeless, meaningless, pretty much shotless and hapless. Can't get any worse than this, can it? That's rhetorical. Trust me, it can always get worse. Sounds like Steve Bruce's brand of football. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, uh, Simon's on. I want to ask him about. Steve Bruce because 
Yeah. I mean, was he was he this stupid at your club? Like, does he just? I heard one of his quotes where he said, "I don't really do tactics," which is not, really, not really what you want to hear. Kind of, when when he came into Villa, we we were in like a real mess. Like we obviously we'd gone down. Uh, Bobby Di Matteo had come in. He, he was shit. Um, and then Bruce, when he came in, to be fair to him, he, he did he, he stabilised the club. And his in his first full season, got to the player final, lost to Fulham. Then after that, he kind of. I don't know. He just, he just went a bit mental, really, and then he, he turned he turned on the fans as well, and he he kind of said that well, I'll, I'll never be accepted because I used to manage Birmingham, and that was absolute bollocks. I think that genuinely wasn't the problem. What we were annoyed at, I think we'd won one in ten, and that was against Rotherham, and he tried to convince us that we played like Barcelona against them, and we're like, we've just about scraped past Rotherham. This is what we pissed off. Um, and I, I remember, I don't know, when we, back in July last year, we did a, a pre-season part and I was saying to you, I said, I think it'll start off all right, but mm. he, he won't last He won't last long. He, he's just, football's outgrown his style, hasn't it? Yeah. That's it. He seems like he, he's well-liked by the players because he doesn't exactly run them into the ground by all accounts. I think he, he mm. probably is quite a, a decent manager to play for in the sense that He's been there and done it. So you probably, probably listen to what he's saying, but in terms of that'll only get you so far. Like I don't think he, he's got enough about him to to make a mark at the top level anymore. No. Do you think he reads his books to them <laughs> before they before they start playing? And that's what's coaching guide. I think I'd respect him more if if he read <laughs> read, read his books. Sweeper. Yeah. Doesn't he? No, he writes por- he writes porn, doesn't he? Well, I don't think it was porn, was it? I mean, they're just murder mysteries, Chris. Yeah, they're murder mystery football books, aren't they? Unless, unless that's what gets you off, which... Hang on, no. <laughs> I swear to God, I've heard that Steve, Bro- Steve Bruce writes porn. I'm, unless I'm getting confused with somebody else. Um, but the fact that you all were like, yeah, so he obviously does write something, so it must have come from somewhere. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, he's wrote a series of football murder mystery books. Oh, wicked. Yeah, with uh, Steve Barnes as the manager. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My favourite one is the third one where he's covering uh, the Club World Cup in Brazil with a funny enough the uh, it ends with a trip to Brazil. Yeah. It's just like it's just like it's just like, it's just like a diary of him walking around uh, Rio de Janeiro. It's just <laughs> so so stupid. Oh dear. Um yeah, say Brighton looked as good as they did last season at times, to be fair. Which again hurts to say. Uh, Connolly, great finish from him. He hasn't scored for a while, from what I remember, but it's a good goal. What I think about Aaron Connolly is he has a different image in every single match. Like, <laughs> yeah, he's got the blonde, he's got the shaved head, he's got the man wolf beard thing. Where it's it's all very strange. Like, he's like having an identity crisis. Are you are you saying they might have multiple Aaron Connollys and they just 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 roll roll one out? I hadn't thought of that. I don't know that's what they've done. They've just made a, a little squad of Aaron Connolly's angry little Irishmen who, you know, have different styles. Yeah. Maybe, what, what maybe what, that's what the shit in the dressing room was all about. It was like it's some mad cloning experiment. <laughs> they do at Brighton, though, to be fair. They they look like a decent little outfit. I, I thought they played quite well against Chelsea, to be honest. Um, mm-hmm. You know, when they got the equaliser against them, it was only because that Reese James thunder bastard so quickly <laughs> finished them off. But I. Mm. I think they look pretty decent, to be fair. Yeah, I don't agree. Potter's had them playing some good football at times, hasn't he? I said that there were there were generally times like last season when they they look really good, um, which is a shame because I know the chairman and he's 
Not nice. I'm not saying anything on record. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, on to Sunday's, uh, well, the Super Sunday's four o'clock kickoff, I suppose, or the, even though they're half past four. Uh, Chelsea took on Liverpool in probably the, the biggest game of the season so far, uh, according to Sky Sports anyway. Uh, Kai Havertz and Timo Werner started, both playing up front for some reason. Mm. Um I know Havertz was like 72 million, but I don't remember him ever playing as a striker. Um, because Frank is a tactical genius, Chris. That's why. Oh, oh, oh yeah, PE teacher. <clears throat> uh, <laughs> Liverpool's new signing, Thiago, started on the bench. Had quite an impact at half-time, by the sounds of it. Um, yeah. It was a pretty slow game from what I saw until um, Christensen just thought, oh, look, I'm a Chelsea defender. <laughs> Fucking hell. What, what was he doing? Why did that need to go to VAR? I think that was um, I wasn't sure initially whether Mane was going to get onto the ball and then obviously when you looked at the replay it's, you know, it's blatantly obvious who's going to get it even though Kepa came racing out Mane was always getting that so I think that's that's why it was there The, the fact the referee had to look up and see it was Kepa should it should it not need <laughs> the fucking VAR decision really isn't it? Or, or Chris Packett Anders Dave calls him um, but yeah the game obviously livened up after that. Uh, Jordan Henderson went off with an injury. Now, Chris, I want to clear something up. I didn't say anything negative about Jordan Henderson last week. I just, you know, so I'm not a Jordan Henderson hater. Quite the opposite. But he wouldn't get into most <laughs> Premier League teams. So bollocks. Um, that's, that, that's that bit. Um, I, don't, I don't hold the grudge. I promise. It's a PSA though. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so he went off injured and new boy Thiago came on. Now, I've seen these stats going around in the group chat and I don't know how valid they are. Uh, apparently Thiago came on and made more passes than any player in Premier League history in a 45 minute period oh okay it makes more sense now because I was thinking hang on a fucking minute he didn't do that much uh, although, <laughs> although he's the quarterback if you listen to uh, Jamie Jamie Redner fucking the quarterback um, give, give, a, give a penalty a word <laughs> All action, really. Uh, but yeah, it, it, it was a pretty dull game until Christian got sent off. Um, Tino Werner looks all right. Um, does he play? Is he is he suited to playing the role he's got though? I think this will be a fight with Chelsea. That there'll be a lot of chopping and chain until they find the right system. Yeah, because I think we spoke about it last week, Dave. Tino Werner for me isn't a player you play down the middle. Like on it, well, not on his own anyway, because he does tend to get the ball centrally and then drift out. Well, so far they've played like split strikers. So he's been playing the left and Havertz from the right. With I mean, on Monday it was Loftus Cheek, which just didn't work. Uh, and today it was nobody in through the middle. So, yes. um, so obviously look something they've worked on, but uh, they need to find out what's how best to fit in all those players. It's, you know, it's not like they haven't got Tammy Abraham, who had quite a decent season at the start of last yeah. season. Scored a fair few goals. Yeah, he's top scorer for quite a while, isn't he? Yeah, Lampard is out of his depth. I really? Is he, is he, he was out of his death at Derby, mate. <laughs> he was, yeah. He's They're doing a Fulham. They're spending a ton of money and they're not going to get any results for it. Yeah, it's it's it, it, it's weird. Like I know people are saying that you know he spent a ton of money and then he's not, you know, and this is that new team. But it isn't that new team. Like I think five new signings, well, well four new signings and their best player were, were yeah. out of the team today. So you know, it's it's not a shock that Liverpool beat them. It's probably a shock that Liverpool beat them in fourth gear. Uh, but that's the thing. That's the one thing I don't like about this Liverpool team. That they are very quick to become very casual. Yeah. If if you know what I mean. The, it, and I know 
you say that football teams have to have that that arrogance at times, but I think when they, when I talk about seeing football teams have that arrogance, it's it's like the it's like the, the Ferguson's United, where even though they were winning, they would just pass the ball around you and make you look stupid. Liverpool literally look like they're playing fucking keep ball and are not interested in doing anything. I just think if you compare them to Bayern Munich on Friday night defending champions. Yeah. And they scored eight, and they they never let up. They just wanted to go and go and go and go and go. And Liverpool don't seem to have that in them. I don't know why they were told to, you know, step off because it's you know maybe fitness or whatever else. But you know, I say like they're they're not as as good as a you know a buying or whatever. Um, obviously, Chelsea are a better team than Schalke are for certain, but uh, they could have and probably should have had more today had they had they bothered their asses after going two 0 up. Yeah, Klopp can fuck off with his little little Liverpool never spend any money narrative though. Yeah, well, yeah, they've spent seventy million pounds in two days. Yeah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know. To go alongside the world's most expensive defender and world's most expensive keepers and all the other money they spent on this team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's strange. I say, but you know, Chelsea got Mister Penalty. Uh, if if they'd have scored that. That could have given them the kick up the arse to get back into that game, so even oh. with, even with ten men. Because Liverpool generally look like they're on fucking holiday. Remember the post favourite Jorginho, Mister. <laughs> yeah, I, I forgot he was still there. <laughs> even if Chelsea had, had pulled on back, I think all that would have done is just made Liverpool going right. Fuck it, come on, let's just get another one. Let's hit hit a few forty yards and that Kepa, and one of them will go in. <laughs> yeah, I say he's he's not doing himself any favors at all, is he? Kepa, like, can you remember another goalkeeper doing that recently? Because I, you know, we've seen goalkeeper mistakes lots, but I can't remember one as bad as that in a game as big as this. Seventy-one million pounds they spent yep. on him. Yep. Great, isn't it? <laughs> I think he'd be better at left back than Marcus Alonso. <laughs> just, just stick. If you've got to play him, stick him out there. Like fucking yeah, don't put him in goal. Play Caballero. Is Caballero still there? Yeah. Uh, you know. Fuck it. Play anybody. You know. I, I, they've they've signed this new guy from um from France, haven't they? Uh, although it's not actually been confirmed. Mendy. Yet. Mendy, yeah, who, who is yeah. apparently supposed to be quite good. You know, but how embarrassing for Kepa, you know, he's a seventy-two million pound goalkeeper and he's getting replaced by a twenty million pound goalkeeper. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it it doesn't bode well. Like I, I don't know where his career goes because he's he's obviously got a bit about him, so I I can't imagine him being happy sitting on the bench at Chelsea. Um but Chelsea are never gonna get the money they want for him. Uh-huh. Because they, they, they are they are never getting that money back for him. If they got a tenth of that back, I'd be surprised. To be fair, <laughs> yeah, even that is a push as well. You know, you know, I think there was talk of him going to Atletico Madrid, but they've still got Oblak, haven't they? As far as I know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, talk about contrasts. One of the <laughs> one of the best goalkeepers <laughs> in the world. That's been kept for it. You know, so Fulham tend to buy comedy goalkeepers, don't they? <laughs> Yeah, he might he might fit it, fit it, fit in there. To be fair, we need a reserve goalkeeper. If he if he does want to come and sit on the bench, actually, now nah, fuck that. I'd rather have Matt Mason. Um, but yeah, Chelsea are they going to challenge this season? They've spent more money than practically everybody. They have bought good players. Yeah, but... they managed by a PE teacher. No, they're not yeah. finishing the top four for me. Yeah. Outside the top four, I, I I can't help but think if they had a better manager, that yeah. team would probably look a lot better 
because Frank Lampard came out in his interview after the game and said he was happy with their defensive work. And I know somebody said in the chat that they, you know, up until the sending off, Liverpool only had one shot on target and whatever. But okay, but that defensive work includes Christensen getting sent off and Kepa <laughs> making a howler. That's still included. So, you, you know, and they've been shit at the back since mid last season at least. You know, yeah. I don't get it. Zuma isn't a terrible defender. Christensen isn't a terrible defender. But together, they're like magnets. They seem to repel each other. You know, <laughs> uh, 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 you know, Rudiger, Rudiger can't even get on the bench today. What's that all about? I think with, with, with Chelsea, in terms of their defending, like as you say, that it's not that they're necessarily terrible players, but it's it's the way that Lampard sets his teams up. He's just got a complete blind spot in terms of teams counter-attacking against him. Who's yeah. at Derby? I think they're the most counter-attack. Yeah, most counter-attack team, and Chelsea have been since he's Chelsea been last there. Year, but, you know, <laughs> even with like when Chilwell and Silva come in, like good players, doesn't matter how good the individual players are, if you've got. A, Pratt in charge, you just cannot set up <laughs> against a counter attack, and it's time and time again. Surely he must. Like, I, I don't understand it. He must see it. Surely. Hmm. I, don't know. I imagine Frank Lampard's like team selection. He's like, Dave, you've got a young child, haven't you? Have you got one of those? Have you got one of those like little boxes that has the shapes in where they put the shapes through the hole? <laughs> But that's what I imagine Frank Lampard's team selection is. He holds all of the players in his hands and just fucking mashes them together until they fucking kind of fall through. Like, chews on them a bit and fucking slaps them in. Because that's what it looks like he's doing. Like, it's... it's Yeah, it's, it's, it's really, really strange. I don't get it. And Chelsea fans... I know they they love him because he's he's one of their own and stuff like that. But there are, there seem to be but there's three managers in the league at the moment who are a bit, uh, that I can think of are being managed by ex players, and um, two of them won't be in a job. But I'd say by Christmas. But the league's been kind of shifted a little bit, so I'll say by the end of January. Um, and Mikel Arteta ain't going fucking nowhere. <laughs> yeah. Um, do we want to talk about Leicester Burnley? Because I I I I think I've dreamed it. <laughs> yeah, I've not watched it, but yeah, it sounds pretty good. Yeah, Leicester can away four two winners. Um and DD's still playing centre back. Yeah, against Burnley, which is brilliant. It's Chris Wood. Burnley just kept, Burnley just kept who from the ball in the box, as you'd expect. Um and uh I say I said earlier, this was just absolute carnage when I've been watching it. But Did uh, you see yeah. Chris Wood's goal? Yes. Where he literally fucking yet, pushed the defender on the floor. <laughs> Yeah, like, I, I, who are you? Surpri- surprised that was given. Um, the equaliser was borderline offside, but it was just onside, so that was fine. But that is it Castagna playing right back for Leicester? Yeah, yeah. He play, isn't he doesn't... playing left back? No, J- James Justin's at left oh, back. Oh, they've swapped him over, yeah, because Castagna, Just... we discussed this last week, they've bought him to replace Ben Chilwell, but he's actually a right back, but apparently he can play left back. Well, he was incredible again tonight and got at least two assists from what I saw, possibly more, but. Uh... Yeah, I know that it looks like a good pickup for them. Who's Jimmy uh, Dunn? Yeah, Burnley's but the, he, he's the most Burnley sounding footballer ever, isn't yeah. he? Jimmy Dunn. He um, was on loan at Sunderland, I think, last season. Okay. Um, yeah, but made, uh, made his debut. Scored, Tarko- scored tonight. He did. Tarkovsky and me are both injured, so him and Kevin Long were the dream team, and yet somehow wow. J- Jamie Vardy didn't score against <laughs> against those two. Yeah, Harvey Barnes like just tapped in an equaliser, which I'm. It looked like Perez got a touch on, definitely for that for that first equaliser. Yeah, I thought that at the time, but 
doesn't seem to be given that way for some yeah, reason. Say, every time I looked up, the ball was either going in the net or, yeah, somebody was lying on the floor holding their face. Um, so, was it Dennis Pratt's goal, the third one? No. So, oh, is that, oh, no. no. I saw oh. one that I saw Burnley's one that leaped, looped over Schmeichel and he seemed to dive in slow motion. But I, didn't see <laughs> yeah, a, I, didn't I think see it was Leicester's third goal. Pratt, brilliant strike from the edge of the bar. Absolutely leathered it into the top corner. It's nice he took some time out from managing Chelsea this afternoon to score a goal. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Villa haven't played yet, Simon, have they? No, we haven't, yeah, but not in the league anyway. Has it happened? Uh, we were meant to be playing Man City last weekend, but because um, they got to the semi finals or whatever, the Champions League. Right. Uh, the same reason United didn't play last weekend. I think the teams who got to the semis, they had like an extra week off. Okay. Yeah, yeah a, so yeah, Sheffield United tomorrow. I'm, I'm quite looking forward to it, actually. I'm, a, a couple of weeks ago, I was sort of panicking a bit because we'd only signed Matty Cash. And now uh, the last week, I've got Watkins, Martinez, who I think I'm really surprised at. I don't know. What do you think, Chris? Why, do you think Leno's better than Martinez? I'm, yeah, I, I do. I do. Really? There's a, reason, there's a reason Martinez has been with us for 10 years. Now, don't get me wrong. He's come in. He's been phenomenal since he's come yeah. in. And he's very good with the ball at his feet, whereas Leno's probably not as good. Um, he's braver than Leno, but I don't think his shot-stopping is as good as Leno, if you know what I mean. Okay, um, yeah. yeah. but he, he, he's very good, um, and I think he'll do very well for you guys. The only concern I have is that he's obviously gone there. He must have been given assurances he's going to play over that Tom, he- ball, over Tom yeah. Heaton. I know Heaton's injured at the moment, though, isn't he? He is, yeah. He and I think well, he he should be back probably the middle to the end of October. And I kind of when uh, a few weeks ago when it was like looking like we we're going to get Martinez at the time, I was thinking, do we really need him? But then I sort of thought about it. But with Heaton, he'll be thirty-five in a few months, and in the last three injury, the last three seasons, he's had two long-term injuries. And it's like as much as a good keeper is, and I like him, you kind of. You've got to be a bit ruthless. The opportunity to sign a, a younger keeper comes up. Mm. You've kind of got to take it, really. I wouldn't be so sure about the younger keeper. Like at one point, I was confused that com- uh, convinced that Martinez was Nigerian because he's been with Arsenal <laughs> for about forty fucking years. Uh, at one point, he was he was Damian Martinez, uh, and then he's kind of yeah. Unless I'm getting two completely different Argentinian goalkeepers mixing up, but he, he he's been with us a, a, a very long time, and he's never quite he's never made it. He's made the odd appearance here and there. Uh, and He's been out on loan. I remember he had quite a decent loan spell at Wolves a few years ago when they were in the Championship. He, he went there yeah. when they were having some injuries and, and did all right. And yeah, he was phenomenal last season, but he was he was never going to be our first choice. Yeah. And he, he, you know, he, it's sad, but you know, he doesn't. He didn't want to stay and and and, and not, he didn't want to fight by the sounds of it. And well, Arte, think... Arteta had left it to our goalkeeping coach to make the decision. He asked yeah. he, he asked Cano, our goalkeeping coach, and he went, "Who do we keep?" Yeah. Did yeah, you not get a testimonial? Like, no, he's one season away. Oh, that's hard. Yeah, he was just short. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, obviously, like, coming at the back end of last season did really well for you. So I, I think, mm-hmm. from his point of view, he's probably thinking, well, I'm not going to be the first choice number one at Arsenal. I kinda, I'm going to have to go somewhere and yeah. prove myself as a number one. <laughs> but I'm, I'm really pleased you've got him. Yeah, you've got five I, keepers, I, Simon. That's too many. Yeah. I know, yeah. But... <laughs> That's right, mate. We've got fucking 12 centre backs. Uh, no, but so yeah. Uh, keepers, well, like, go on, is one of our keepers. He's been there for like, I, I think, 18 months or two years now. Been trying to shift him, but I think he came in on stupid wages. We're going to struggle to get rid of him. Neyland 
is the worst keeper I've ever seen play for Villa. He's is he the guy that fell over the line with it last year? In Sheffield, he right? is, yeah. He's right. fucking appalling. Uh, I, I really want us to get rid of him, but I honestly can't see anyone stupid enough to sign him. He's fucking useless. Absolutely, I think Mark Ness will do really well. Like him, but it, yeah, I, I, I get why I get why he wants to go because yeah, he's had a great end to the season and proved he can be a first choice Premier League goalkeeper. Um, yeah, but yeah, if he, you know, he, he obviously didn't want to fight for his place at Arsenal. You know, he probably would have got another chance. And I think if he'd have, if he'd have got a chance in the cup and played the way he did, he probably would have had quite a run of games because he's he's proven he's reliable and stuff. But you know, he obviously yeah. didn't want to take that risk. He'll, he'll go to you guys then, and if he's going to play over heat, and he'll he'll play every Premier League game for you as long as he doesn't get injured. Um, yeah, you, you can't ask for more from him, I suppose. I think we were in for him as well, but you've got someone like Kiko Casillas. You can't afford to have another keeper. You say Kiko Casillas. Have you signed him as well? Kiko Kassia. Oh, that's the racist one, isn't it? The racist captain from midweek. Oh, yeah, we've got to keep hold of him, haven't we? Is he still, <laughs> does he still play? Because I know you play like this fucking, this YTS kid at the moment who, 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 who looks like he's scared of his posts. But, no, um... our reserve keeper was 18 on the bench yesterday and our oh, starting God. keeper was 20 years old. Oh, Brave. Yeah. <laughs> Are you going to beat Sheffield United? Because they look terrible against Wolves. I... I think we will, yeah. As I said, I think I'm quite optimistic about the start of this season. I think um, then Traore we brought in as well. Obviously, it hasn't quite worked out for him, but he's, what he adds and what Ollie Watkins adds to our team is pace up front. Like last season, um, certainly post lockdown, we sort of improved um, defensively, but we just had there was just so little going forwards because it was just so slow and laboured. And I think them two, a bit of pace for that team now. I, th- I, th- I think Sheffield United as well. I don't think they'll go down, but I think I think you guys were saying it last week. Maybe it was the uh, weekend preview show. I don't think they'll go down, but they won't have as good a season as they did last year. Good. Chris Ward is a smug cunt. Maybe get really good. <laughs> can, can I ask, Simon, who's this yeah. Eastern European winger that I keep hearing so much about? Eastern European winger. Yeah, re- re- oh, re- re- yeah. I, I've never heard of him. I, I'm convinced he's made up, or like a football manager yeah. player or something. <laughs> but I have never heard Villa fans go on so much about a player who doesn't fucking play for them. <laughs> One thing I'm like, I, I've said this to uh, some of my mates for so long now. I think Villa fans on Twitter, the majority of them are fucking stupid and do my head in. <laughs> I'm a Villa fan, but oh, Villa Twitter is ridiculous. But uh, this was Sheets, I, I, I'll be honest, I'd never heard of him until a couple of months. <laughs> um, so I'm not going to, you won't see me, you know, if you sign him going, oh, what a sign, I want to sign him. But from what from what I have sort of learned about him the last few weeks is that he's, he's rapid again, which, so, you know, it's adding pace to our forward line, but... I don't know. He's, if he comes in and does well, great. But I, I really couldn't tell you anything about him because yeah. uh, literally I'd never heard about him. He, until he, he, he must can... have quite the YouTube highlight reel because he trends on Twitter. Because I'm in Birmingham as well. He, he trends yeah. on Twitter every day. I know. Yeah, every was, uh, day. He's tr- trend- I'm like, I've never heard of him. The other day, I was like, <laughs> "Fuck you now, that's embarrassing, lads. Just stop it." I've never even the first like so I read through like the gossip columns and stuff like that. I've never seen his name written anywhere but Twitter. I'm convinced it's like I'm convinced Darren Brown's gonna turn up at Villa Park and be like, We got you this fucker never heard of him. Oh yeah, I have no idea who this geezer is. 
Like, <laughs> fucking, they're going on, like, oh, he's going to come in, he's going to be a game changer. And then you sign somebody different. I'm like, but then they st- like, you've signed, like, Ollie Watkins, who's a great signing, and whatever, and you've signed this, like, Troy Oro kid. And, and the Villapans are still talking about who, this Radic skizer or whatever his fucking name is. Like, yeah. I've never seen anything like it. It's, it, uh, I can, for, as a Villa fan, I find it fucking embarrassing. <laughs> if you ever want to take a wonder over to Arsenal Twitter, mate, you'll probably feel <laughs> a, lot, a lot fucking better about yourself. Um, right, anything else any, anyone wants to cover before we wrap it up? Uh, I'm good. Uh, you're going to enjoy your one season with us, Ross? <laughs> We're going nowhere. Oh, Stop with me. Fuck it. I'll be starting the old uh, championship review pod next season. Don't <laughs> <worry>. <laughs> oh no, but there are much worse teams than you lot in the league. Definitely, you know. Look, there's only there's only two relegation spots up for grabs this season. I think as we've quite, <laughs> we've quite clearly condemned Fulham to the drop. Oh, I'm making, I, I, I think you can add West Brom to that. Yeah, to be fair, mm. West West Brom don't look too great either. Do that would be brilliant, wouldn't it? Fulham and West Brom going back down again. That'd be nice. Oh, Sheffield Ch- Ch- United, Chelsea, United, 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 Fucking you, you were fu- you were fucking 14th half an hour ago. Fucking hell, you're coming. Well, I mean, we're ninth now, currently. Oh, but it's end, end, end the season now, then. Yeah, finish it. Fuck that, Everton had win the league. Although we'd be in the Champions League, I might take it. Uh, right. April, we haven't played a game yet. <laughs> Madness. Uh, right, please, people, pimp all your stuff. I'll let you go first, Dave. All right, uh, on Twitter I am at CM9798 and the um, website is cm9798.co.uk. Wicked. Simon, I'll let you go next because I can have a cup of tea while Rosters is. Uh, yeah, just on Twitter it's at Sioregan, S I O R E G A N. Go on then, boss. One well, the next half an hour is yours to plug everything that you do. Yeah, I did quite a bit, but yeah, at Rossbow1984 and at the Roaring Peacocks, my brand new Leeds oh, podcast. If you want him to talk all about Leeds for. I was just about to say, not, not that week. one. He could have done the fucking sweaty wrestling one instead, not the fucking league one. <laughs> we haven't done a wrestling one for a while, but that'll be back at some point as well. Wicked. And you can catch us at Man on the Post on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, and that's it then. Thank you very much for joining me, gentlemen. Uh, it's been a lot of fun. Thanks, mate. Thank, Thank you. you. Wicked. And we will see you next weekend. Always remember to keep your man on the post.